You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. You know what? Let's put on our best face and talk a little hockey now. Greg Wyshynski, you know him as the senior NHL writer for ESPN, does brilliant work. Greg, thanks for being with us and, and putting up with our jersey talk this morning. Let's talk <laughs> about the Stanley Cup final. And, and the Panthers just will not go away winning in overtime last night. I, I know they have work to do here, and Vegas remains the favorites in this final, but How have the Panthers been able to sustain this incredible run where every single time it looks like they're out, they just find a way back in? Because they love being that team that's down and that's counted out. I asked Matthew Kachuk about that last night, and he said he felt like the people counted them out even before the final started. And so they've kind of feed off that mindset. Um, But last night was a case of their best players just really kind of rising to the occasion. I mean, Kachuk with the game-tying goal, uh, Carter Verhage, who has now scored some of the biggest goals in this franchise's history, including the Game 7 winner in Boston in the first round, has the overtime goal. And and it all tracks back to Sergei Bobrovsky, who got pulled in Game 2. And then their goalie comes back and has one of his better games, I think, of the playoffs last night against Vegas. So... Um, they've got a secret sauce. They've got a formula. When it works, they are a team that can beat anybody. All right, so we've talked about the mentality edge that maybe the Panthers have, but still is just such a good Vegas Golden Knights team. What's the matchup to watch in Saturday's game? It's going to be the five-on-five matchup, the even-strength matchup, because Vegas last night scored twice in the power play, which is – what they do, they've been red hot with the man advantage, including they scored a four-on-three power play goal uh, in game three. So that's that's good for them. Like, they're they're killing it. The Panthers' pe- penalty kill is struggling a bit. But they didn't put anything past Bobrovsky at five-on-five. Five. So, like, if they're not going to be able to do that, feasting on the power play is not a recipe for success in the playoffs. So that's the matchup to watch is, you know, have the Panthers – on home ice, getting the matchups that they need. Um, had they tilted the series a bit away from Vegas at even strength? Because if, if this is a special team series, I don't. I don't think that's good news for Vegas. I think they have to be able to do what they did in the first two games, which is score on the power play, but then also be able to score at even strength. Greg, because the the Panthers have knocked off virtually every favorite along the way this has been what a run that they've been on as you know but because of that are we not giving the knights enough credit and and the credit that they deserve for being in this spot well i think i think you hit on something important there which is that it's hard to give a team credit when they've just kind of chugged along and beaten teams and it's not been as 
grandiose or operatic as, as what Florida has done. You know, like the Knights did a really good job of beating Dallas. They, they thumped them twice in Dallas, but I mean, it's not as if they're having a storybook postseason. <laughs> like, like, you know, right. the Panthers have beaten Boston. They've beaten, they eliminated the Leafs. They won a, a four overtime game. They're the Panthers, you know, like there's so many other things on the other side of the, of the equation that are happening that, that are just so enchanting um, that, that you're right. I think that the Knights journey to the final has been sort of overlooked. And, and again, you know, as, as, well, the coolest thing about this final was that no matter who won the cup, it would have been it's going to be for the first time. And so, mm-hmm. while I think there's been so much attention on the Panthers and their journey and and what this cup would mean for the market and for Kachuk's legacy and everything else, I mean, this is still a Golden Knights team that is trying to finish off a six-year plan that their owner laid out when he bought the team, and everybody laughed at him that they were going to win a cup in six years and. And lo and behold, they have a chance to do that. So I think you're right. I think I think they've had a really remarkable postseason, but it's been really overshadowed by the amount of attention and and uh, and sort of maybe writer obsession over the way that the Panthers have played. So we're a betting show, and we're always looking for other angles other than just you know who wins, how many goals are scored. So here's another angle: who wins the Con Smythe? <laughs> well. You get the right guy on as I'm on daily wager on ESPN two a ton uh, talking hockey. Um, so, so coming into the series, it was it was five options. It was you know Bobrovsky and Kachuk for the Panthers. It was Eichel, uh, Jonathan Marchessault, and uh, and uh, Aiden Hill, their goalie for the Knights. I think it was only going to be one of those guys. Clearly, based on last night, it's still going to be a very contentious race for the Panthers if they can rally in this series. I mean, Kachuk certainly had his moment last night in tying the game late in the third period, but they're only in that position because of the way Bobrovsky played. So that debate rages on. I'm not quite sure where the wind's blowing. I know that when we did our latest Con Smythe watch on ESPN before the series, Kachuk was slightly ahead of Bob, but it wouldn't surprise me if people look at last night and say, okay, that's Bobrovsky's game. And if there's a couple more of those, then he'll probably win the con smite if the Panthers win. On the Knights side, I think there's a clear favorite right now, and that's Marcia So He's, he's leading the team in goals. Um, he is right there or, or uh, leading the team, close to leading the team in points. I think he's actually leading the team in points now uh, after, after last night. Um, and he's really been a, a, a spark plug for them. He's been the catalyst for them. And he also has a really compelling story, which is that, He's only the only reason he's a Golden Knight is because the Florida Panthers cast him aside back in 2017. So you have this little revenge narrative there too. So again, Panthers, it's going to be Bob probably with as the favorite with Kachuk right there. Golden Knights, if they win, I think it's going to be Marcia. So we're talking with Greg Ryshinsky, the NHL senior writer for ESPN. Greg, I know hindsight is always 2020 when you ask questions like this, but is this a bit of redemption for Jack Eichel, who always insisted when he was with the Sabres, he needed a different approach to get his back healthy. And now here he is playing at a high level and playing for a cup. Sure. And I think it's also redemption from the people who used to criticize the way he played on the ice. I mean, you know, he was seen as a one dimensional player in Buffalo. He was seen as a, a guy that would just go for the offense and not necessarily play defense. You watch him play in Vegas and it's like watching a different guy. I mean, he's, he's playing in, in all zones. He plays great D. I think the best thing for Eichel though, is that it's not Jack Eichel's 
Vegas Golden Knights, it's the Vegas Golden Knights featuring Jack Eichel, right? Like he fits into yeah. this machine as a cog versus having to be the superstar trying to put his team on the, on his back, which is frequently what would happen in Buffalo. And and I think for at this point in his career and and uh, and his maturation as a player, that that was the perfect thing, you know, just be our number our number one center. Uh, play well we you, you don't have to you know pull the rope yourself we've got a lot of other guys on this team that can do it um, and I think if he's really thrived in that environment to now just kind of be part of a team versus being the guy on the you know on the poster outside the arena all right Greg spill the beans you got any bets on this next game we're talking about <laughs> betting is there anything specific that you really like Dude, I, I haven't even wrapped my brain around the fact that I'm going to have to go back to Vegas. Uh, <laughs> I really thought this thing might end in a sweep the way that the last, the previous two games went. So, I don't know. I'm going to have to kind of mull over what this whole thing meant yesterday. Um, I, I do wonder if this is a situation where the Golden Knights can now make some adjustments and, and, and maybe try to finish this thing, thing off in five. Um, I do think that you know, a couple of the bets I had yesterday to come through, including Aiden Hill um, on an under on the save prop and, you know, Marsha So anytime goal scorer. I think I'm going to keep riding and, and dying with the Knights' top line. They seem pretty unstoppable, even if they're having some struggles at even strength with Marsha So, Barbashev, and Eichel, especially Barbashev picking up points here and there during the series. Uh, but other than that, I mean, I'm going to have to really mull over what this whole thing means because – it could go one of two ways. It could be, you know, the, the Panthers starting this incredible Cinderella thing again, or it could just be, look, it was a one goal game that happened to go the other way in overtime. And sometimes that happens. And maybe we shouldn't read too much into the demise of the golden Knights based on, on that happening. Greg, I love betting on hockey. So when I hear someone else bet on hockey, it gets me really excited. What is your favorite sort of hockey bet to make? Is it a total? Is it a side? You like player props? Maybe a first period bet? What is it? <laughs> first period bets are really fun, uh, especially if yeah. you kind of have a handle on, on you know, what these teams usually accomplish in the first period. And the over set a ton in this series. And by a ton, I mean probably like, I guess, all three games because it's not really been a ton of games. Uh, the one I play the most probably is team totals, um, which are usually set at three and a half for the home team, two and a half for the visiting team. And you can get a real sense of, you know, what to expect from teams based on the goaltending matchups, based on their trends, based on, you know, what they've done against the opponent during the regular season. I think that's probably the most dependable, sturdy bet you can make as a, as a hockey wagerer. Um, and then when it comes to the props, I'm, I'm much more of a shots guy than I am an anytime goal guy just because of the randomness of the sport as far as, you know, people scoring goals. I think the shot totals is a much more controllable thing, and I think it's also based on a lot of the analytic data that's publicly available. You can get a real sense of of who is, you know, attempting the most shots in their last, you know, 10 or so games to get a, a sense of, of whether those trends can stick. Um, so it's, it's, it is a fun sport to watch, uh, to, to, bet, to bet on, especially because in the last few years, uh, the goal scoring – overall in the league has ticked up so much that, uh, you know, when I started betting on hockey, it's like, bet the under, bet the under, bet the under, because, <laughs> like, no one would score. Uh, <laughs> but now it's like, it's a lot different league, and there's a lot more action, and there's a lot more opportunity to, uh, to you know, make a killing on some of these prop bets because there's, there is so much more action. He does terrific work as the senior NHL writer for ESPN. It is Greg Wyshynski. Greg, great stuff. Great having you on. And enjoy your trip back out to Vegas. 
You got it. Thanks for having me. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.